0: You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details.
1: And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, still breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You picked it up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer if you uh love this show you want to support this show you can do that right here easily at subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show that is subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show check that out and if you are a subscriber please just confirm that you are still subscribed if you want to download the show and take it on the go with you so you can listen while you're in the car bit.ly forward slash dilly show is where you can get this podcast bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show for the Dilly Show pod podcast. Good morning, happy Monday, everybody. June fifth, twenty twenty three. Another day in America. I'm like sitting on my microphone cords and shit. All right, how you guys doing? Happy Monday, everybody. Wow, what a weekend! What a weekend! Birthday weekend. Got to spend it with my fam. Bam. Uh, really had a nice time. Shout out to uh, the meme team for making me feel so special. You guys put out a bunch of content. That was just adorable, and uh, it warmed my cockles. And also to the Dilly 300 for the incredible, honestly, the inc- incredible reception I received Saturday morning when I woke up. Um, Might have been a record for most birthday wishes to me. And uh, every single one of them meant, meant something. They all mean something. Got a lot of, a lot of really nice uh, comments, a lot of DMs, a lot of emails. And I really appreciate it, you guys. I, I think, as you know, I'm a grinder. Um, I don't look up, I work. I fucking work, and then I work, and then I go to sleep. And I wake up, and I work again, and I don't look up, even on the weekends. And Saturday was one of those days where I tried not to post anything political, and I just took in the reception from all of you, and it kind of blew my mind. Um, We had a tremendous weekend. It was a tremendous weekend for the Dilly 300, a tremendous weekend for President Donald J. Trump, We're gaining momentum, things are going really, really well. Uh, There is a fight to be had, but we are winning this fight. And so I just really appreciate you guys uh, in all the outpouring of support. One of the, the the meme team made this, I can't remember who exactly, this might've been a, maybe a Jay Scott, or it might've been a collaborative, I'm not sure, but I really liked it, watch. I'm not sure who who made that. Was that not a bot, Jay Scott? I don't know who made the meme. I just know that thing was awesome, and I really appreciated it. I thought it was fun. Thank you for that. That was cool. <laughs> you guys really did a good job. I appreciate it. It's the little things. Oh, it was Jay Scott. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. That was neat. That was neat. So yeah, it was a uh, it was a really fun weekend, and I got to enjoy the family, uh, both myself and my father in law, whose birthday we share a birthday. That's Randy's daddy. And uh, we had a great time. We went out to the lake, uh, took the kids, had a great time. Um, Randy made us fish tacos, which were phenomenal. Then she made us a uh, homemade snickerdoodle cheesecake yesterday, which was unbelievable. And uh, it just has been a nice, it was really a nice weekend. Um, Kind of actually unplugged a little bit, as much as I can. I mean, if you guys went on my social media, you'd be like, when exactly did you unplug and it's like well between this post and that post totally unplugged so i mean i don't know i i don't ever really have an off button um i feel i'm feeling some kind of way you know i feel some kind of way and what i mean is like this fucking meatball is down um the primary we can have this thing wrapped by fourth of july and i think it really actually is probably already done um, we've got to get this thing wrapped because we need to be able to pivot towards not just the primary, but from a meme military perspective, we need to start memeing the shit out of the corruption because they're going to try and indict Trump again. And I, it, it feels like we're going to have to pivot back towards legitimate issues. And, and unfortunately, Rob DeSantis is no longer a legitimate issue. I think that he the fact that he dropped in the polls after announcing that he's running and some of the other pieces that are coming out on him, uh, this is no longer a threat. Now, we need to bury him until he drops, but I can see where we've got to get ahead of what they're going to do next. And what they're going to do next is indict Trump from the Department of Justice on some federal shit. And so, our attention will be pivoting because there's no one else. You know, I saw this morning uh, Mike Pence threw his hat in the ring. Great. That that Ada Hutchinson guy, former governor of some place that nobody gives a shit about, he's still in the race. Chris Christie, no one gives a shit. These are all. This is no. There's nothing here. So, but we are. Uh, we are crushing shit right now. I mean, it is a domination from the Dilly meme team, from the Dilly 300, and uh, from our ultimate leader, Donny J Trump. And uh, President Trump is crushing it. And uh, we need to make sure we stay ahead of what the, uh, the counterpoints are going to be. DeSantis, I, know, I think, is dead on arrival with his campaign. I think he, he really is. He's, he's a bad candidate. Bad candidate, no policy, no momentum, no energy, shitty wife, shitty optics, uh, not known outside of Florida, dropped in the polling in his own state. Um, pretty much everything I said was going to happen to this fucking guy has come to pass. Uh, exactly what I thought would happen when he announced that he was going to run for president. Immediately, Floridians felt betrayed, and now, he's now polling worse in Florida. There was no bump. They were pissed, and they rightfully should be. And Team Meatball made an egregious error that we're going to talk about today because Dilly 300 member uh, and one of my favorite people, Cherry Norris, South Carolina, Hilton Head, Island, GOP. Uh, she was... Out uh, counter protesting DeSantis in South Carolina this weekend. We're going to talk about that because she did an interview this, mo- uh, this morning with Real Voice America and killed it, eight minutes long. It's on my Twitter page. A phenomenal interview. But we're going to talk about something that Cherry has discovered at the DeSantis rallies that explains the polling, and it's going to. They did not expect this. This is something that they were like, "Oh shit." And the fact that they got blindsided by it, it it's, and it's going to end up costing somebody their political career, DeSantis, and it's going to end up uh, costing mega donors millions of dollars, and it's going to end up costing his campaign team potentially future careers. And what they didn't expect was, what if the people coming to see DeSantis speak are just Trump supporters who are curious? No one, No one accounted for it. And because of that, you have a blind spot. And now your numbers, your internal polling is all shit. It's all thrown off. And Cherry uncovered this in South Carolina. And I have a feeling this is going to be a theme in other states. Randy and Tiff, uh, along with uh, Preston, also uncovered this down in Georgia early on in the book tour. It was like, that was weird. There was a lot of Trump supporters in there. But they were just curious. And now it's the same thing we're gonna talk about it on today's show it's gonna be a big show we got a lot to cover all right Woo. what do you think dude what a crazy money it's june 5th already it's june 5th we got big things going on this weekend Ooh, big things this weekend don't we what do we got going on this weekend Maga? anybody anybody want to take a crack what do we got we got something saturday i think might have some vip i don't know i'm working on it i'm working on it i've been told things are in, in motion just been told things are in motion. What do we got going on? We got something going on Saturday. Is there an event? Do we have an event Saturday? I don't know. We gotta have. Is it? Where's President Trump gonna be on Saturday? Anybody got a? We put an APB out on Trump Saturday. What do we got going on? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiff might know. Randy probably knows. I think we're gonna know. We got some things going on. <laughs> That's right. You've got the Georgia GOP convention this Saturday. And uh, my understanding, according to, uh, I talked to Team Trump this morning, looks like we're probably going to get hooked up like a tow truck for that event. But uh, Donnie J going to be in attendance at that event, giving a brief speech, I believe. And it should be phenomenal. Should be really interesting because we got Governor Kemp... A never-Trump twat waffle uh, who is now stumping for Team Meatball. He's going to be in attendance, I'm sure. And we've also got DeSantis. Is DeSantis going to be there? Is he going to duck the event? Will his wife go in his place? I don't know. I don't know. Does anybody know the answer to this? Is Meatball DeSantis going to be in Georgia on Saturday at the same time Donnie J is? I need a showdown. I need a, a stare down. President Trump looking down his nose at the diminutive little meatball. Meatball Rob. No, he's not gonna be there, is he? He declined. He's avoiding being in a room with Trump. He doesn't wanna deal with that. Oh, Kemp's not gonna be there either? Kemp's not, Kemp's ducking. How is Kemp ducking his own Georgia GOP event? Wow. Wow. Kemp is seriously dodging his own event. What a fucking pussy. God, I hate that guy. I really hate Kemp. That guy's a bitch. Straight up little bitch. Oh, infuriating. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Georgia might be out about. Ooh, 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 stretch, dilly, stretch. All right, before we get rocking and rolling into the show, I got to say thank you. Obviously, I said thank you already for everybody who sent me uh, well wishes and birthday wishes. I uh, appreciate all of you. You guys are amazing Keep me going keep me grounded Keep me working, but uh, I gotta tell you something else you guys have watched me since pretty much since the show started Gypsy punk leather. We love her. She's been a diehard of the show I had I had another one as you guys probably remember I used to wear but it wasn't as flexible So she redid it and got me this one and I wear this every single episode of the dilly show as you all know and uh, I love this thing. And hopefully I'll be getting a one that's a 47 eventually. But she made me a goodie for my birthday and it is fabulous. She does leather and uh, she made me a belt and it turned out awesome. Check this thing out. So you can see it's got the like, it's like a, oh my God, it's got my name. Look at this belt. So the belt is fabulous. See, it's like patriotic as fuck. And it's got little deers. Hogman would try to shoot my belt if he could. Do you see this thing? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And the best part, she made me a leather belt buckle. Yeah, you like that? Fucking, you love that, don't you? You absolutely love it. I know I do. And uh, thank you so much. I thought this was it. And also the girls, Rihanna and Tiff got a gift from her. And uh, Randy flipped when she saw her gift. Tiff, Tiff hasn't even seen it yet. She doesn't even know but she's going to lose her fucking marbles when she sees it because it turned out awesome. Uh, also got a sweet card, right? And I thought this was sweet. And uh, really, thank you so much, honey. It was a, This is a really great gift, and you do incredible work, and it lasts for years and years. So that's from uh, G- Gypsy Punk Leather. That's who did that for me. Yeah, and the gift that the girls got is unreal. Rihanna lost her marbles. She was like, oh, my God, that is so cool. So, yeah, so thank you for that. Another wonderful gift I received, and I, this is special. This was made by someone's um, 87-year-old mother. So I got the card, and I got some other goodies, too. I'll have to show you guys, but this one was from Susan, and Susan sent me a little bit of cash for my birthday along with a beautiful card, which I really appreciate. Um, but her mother made this for me, and it's for, it's for my pocket, she said. She goes, you just keep it in your pocket, and her mom is 87 years young, and it's a it's a um, it's like a pocket rosary, and it's beautiful. And I don't know if you guys could see that. Let me see. And it's really really pretty. Yeah, isn't that cool? And uh, and it goes in your pocket. And I just thought it was really cool. I thought that was a really good gift. And she, see see, isn't that great? Oh, I know. It's really cool. And it's really pretty. And it, and I was touched that her mom um took the time to make that for me. So thank you, Susan, and thank you, mom, for the amazing gift. And she sent me some candy too, which I thought was really sweet. Isn't that great. I know. You guys are amazing people. It's sometimes it's weird. You know <laughs> it's not even sometimes, it's all the time. It's fucking weird, you know, I've uh, I've been doing this show now for so long and it's so ingrained into who I am and it it's so ingrained in what I do, right? That I lose track I lose track of everything now. Like, it's in in my memory, and I'm managing all of it. But, like, because I don't slow down, the time goes by, and I blink, right? You blink, and you're like, oh, oh, shit, I got to do this, or I got to pay attention to that. And you don't realize how much time has gone by. You don't realize either, like, for me anyway, the impact that you have on people's lives because this is what I am. You know, like, coming on here and doing what I do and doing it the way that I do it, is just part of who I am, and so it feels very unexciting and and sort of not, like, I don't feel special doing this. I just feel like a man doing his responsibilities, right, trying to take care of his family, trying to save his country, trying to help as many people as he can until, you know, I'm dead, and that's it. That's, like, the way my mind works, and so you lose track, and you, you, like, don't, sometimes you don't realize how far out that, that effort reverberates and how, how far it goes and how many people it actually reaches. And it's not that we ever pull down. We don't pull down a million views. I'm not that guy. I'm not million views guy right I don't, I, Well, the memers are, the memers are all million plus fucking punk ass Miguel Fordia put out a fucking meme showing how much Casey DeSantis owns her husband's life. And it got like four and a half million views. So he does millions of views. But yours truly, I don't do millions of views. But it hasn't stopped me from touching millions of lives. And that's the part that's really, really weird. And so you kind of lose track. And um, we've been grinding, hustling, just working our asses off. And I kind of, you reach these certain plateaus or, or I don't know if they're necessarily plateaus, but you reach like levels. and uh, And you're like, okay, I'm here. And then I'd like to get here. And I'd like to get there, right? And I look at, like Donald Trump, my ambition for him isn't just to win 2024. I want him to crush it. I want him to win in a landslide so so dramatically that he has momentum going into that last four years. It's critical. I don't want to eke by where the country is completely divided. I want him to win by such a margin that his platform and his agenda is able to go into effect right away, that we're able to finally vanquish a lot of these um globalists you know i'm not really looking at it in terms of beating the democrats that's not the way my mind is operating anymore it's i want to crush the fucking globalists okay and so i've got this ambition inside me that that it's up right like it went from like you go through these different levels even you know, my ambition when i started was to support donald trump and to do a show where i could do jokes and and help with life coaching and also cover the news And I wanted to make a living. And then that living, I was like, oh my God, I made like 80 grand, right? And then it was like, oh my God, I made 160 grand. Then I was like, oh my God, I made fucking some other quarter of a million dollars or whatever. Then it was fucking even more than that. You keep going, you keep going, and you're like, I don't ever want to fucking stop. Because the more success that I have, the more success everybody that sponsors the show is having, the more success the audience is having, the more success Donald Trump is having. That's the way that I viewed it, right? And and you kind of go through that, and you... And and really the challenge is how big can you dream? And it is a challenge. A lot of people will tell you it's not. Oh, it's easy to have big dreams. There's a lot of people that will say they want shit, but they don't actually dream. They don't actually start putting together a plan, a formula. How the fuck am I going to achieve that dream? They talk like, oh, I'd love to have that insert thing. But they don't actually go, I'm going to have that. Right? I want that. I want to fucking make America great again. I want to make a million dollars a year. And I want to do this. Right? They don't really believe. They don't actually fucking so look at that and go how do I and over the weekend you know you guys know I've uh you know I've looked at this I want I had my Corvette I sold it you know I'm like okay and I was dicking around last night you know and it started with that gift that I got I put it over there but it's uh that great gift from Trisha. this my uh my little die cast Ferrari and uh it got, it got me thinking all weekend long like Ferrari was like stuck in my head right I'm like, I want a fucking Ferrari. Now, it's not that I don't want a Corvette. I just want a fucking Ferrari. I'm getting older. 41 years old. Why can't I have a Ferrari? You know what I mean? I don't look like some punk kid driving it. 41 fucking years old. I can have a Ferrari. Now, I can't afford a Ferrari yet, but the way my mind works is I'm like, dude, how successful would this country have to be and President Trump along with all my sponsors in order for me to own a Ferrari? Like, this is the way I measure things in different ways. And I look and I go, dude, we could be, we could have a great fucking country, like a great country with a great economy. And we could have a great show, right? So then I went and did something that a lot of people don't even do. A lot of people don't even have the courage to play around with a dream, right? Here's what I mean. I went on the Ferrari website and I'm dicking around. And I'm dicking around and I'm like, Rob, Rob, I will block you for blasphemy in the D Live chat. I don't care how long you've been here. Let me just, let me just nip that. I don't give a fuck how long you've been here. We will not, I will tolerate zero Ferrari slander. So I was digging around on the website, right? And here's what I learned. What I learned is that uh, they make a model that I, I wanted before, but they made it better. And they make an 812 GTS, right? No, I don't want to use one. I thought about this too. Like one of, the, one of the beautiful experiences I've had in my life was designing my Corvette, my, my C8 Corvette. I designed it, I had it ordered and it got shipped across the country. I got to come out of my garage, and the big fucking truck lowered it down. There was a Bentley in there, a Rolls Royce, and then my vet comes off the back of it. I don't want a fucking used one. I want a fucking Ferrari. I want that 812 uh, fucking GTS. That's what I want. And it's a hardtop convertible. I just went, dude, that's what I want. So I went on the website. I start playing around with this thing, right? I start playing around with it, and I designed it because you can build your own, and it's extensive, okay? I'm just telling you right now, the Ferrari website for building your own is, like, intricate. Now, the whole point isn't the car, just so we're all clear. The car is just a representation of where you believe, like, what would have to happen for America to be in a place where the, this show could afford something like that, right? And I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, if Donnie J gets back in office, we get gas under $3 a gallon, We get interest rates under 4%, and if we get GDP over 3%, I bet I could afford that car. Like, that's how my mind works, right? So this is just sort of like I'm putting it out into the ether. I'm like, I'm not done. I don't want to fucking barely save America. I don't want to barely destroy destroy Democrats. DeSantis is the first of many that are going to get this treatment, which is the, we aren't going to stop until you quit. And then we're going to meme you after you quit. So help me God, once Team Meatball drops out of this race, we won't relent. We are periodically going to still shitpost and destroy this guy because I don't want to just barely win. I don't want to just barely get through this. You understand? I want to keep going to the point that like where, where they don't even ever attempt it again. I want to keep going. Like this is the mistake that Republicans have made in the past. You don't bury the fucking dead. It's the biggest problem I see with Republicans. You don't bury the dead. You put them a foot deep with their arms sticking out, and then you're shocked when the zombies come back. I want to fucking bury them. I want to put this cocksucker so far underneath the political grave that nobody, that he's a cautionary tale. I want this guy to where people in those circles look and go, I ended my career fucking being a disloyal piece of shit and backing the wrong horse i want to be able to destroy this guy's name to where he's a fucking munson okay we want to munson the shit out of desantis he we want to make him our roy munson right he's our roy munson fucking political roy munson that's what desantis is gonna be that's what we're looking on and and you know what one man went out, and, and uh, he understands where I'm coming from.
0: in these three consecutive strikes to win it all. I
1: need you now more than ever. I need.
0: You I can't quit.
1: One strike down, two to go. You can cut this pressure with a knife, Chris. I'm good. <laughs> a devil dog killed that thing absolutely killed it perfect dude perfect let let us meme them into oblivion then, and then meme them into the afterlife and then meme them while they're in the afterlife that's the way i view this now hell if we get enough time in 2025 when Donnie jay's back in office i might ask the meme team to start memeing fucking dead-ass john mccain again just because fuck him you know what i mean why not You guys couldn't use a few fucking seven or ten memes just to make sure that we piss on the guy's grave and his memory so they can't... I'm telling you, this is how you win. They're going to rewrite your history books. We're going to rewrite the fucking pop culture books. That's how you do it. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Maybe we do some memes. What do you guys... Meme team, what do you think? Should we celebrate the anniversary of that cocksucker croaking this year? You guys want to do a little... Can we just mark a fucking calendar the day that... uh, that uh, McCain bit the dust. Let's just meme that bitch. What do you think? Why not? Fuck him. I'm telling you, this is how you rewrite history. You go, okay, you guys, you can have the history books, but no one's ever going to forget what actually happened, and we're going to make damn sure of it. DeSantis' campaign is going to be a fucking... It is going to send a message that's going to last a decade. We aren't just Republicans. We are MAGA, and we will fucking... We are going to plant that flag so firmly in his little meatball ass, that people are going to be like, dude, maybe we shouldn't cross the people from the MAGA side of the the aisle, huh? This is what we're doing. And we're not letting up on this guy. And there's a reason. I know it's exhausting on the show. People ah, Dilly, come on. Can we talk about the news? Yeah, we'll cover news, dude. But this is it. This guy fucking betrayed Trump. He betrayed you. He betrayed me. He betrayed his constituents in Florida. He betrayed everybody who elected him. (coughs) And that's what we're going to do. You're going to, okay, we're going to make sure that you never come back. And now all these grifting douchebags that have attached themselves to his campaign, we're going to do the same thing with them. No, you're not allowed to come back on. Nobody wants you to be a part of anything that they're doing because you're negative and gross and disloyal. You got no character or integrity. So that's what we're going to do. You make them, uh, you essentially immortalize them in, in permanent fucking meme damnation. And I think it's the only way to actually make sure this, that we can take the country back and the party. And uh, I think we're doing a good job right now. The meme team killing it all weekend long. I mean, the memes I've got today, it's another level. It's, there's whole levels. They keep finding new levels to go on. We had, dude, let's see. Magical Trevor, we don't even know how many millions of views he accrued over the weekend. Okay? Just so we're all clear, Trev went mega viral Friday, as you all saw live here on the show. President Donnie J pins the fucking, his video for Earpiece Guy of all videos to his page. He does over a million two, a million three plays on Twitter, okay? He does, he did a million two over there. I have no idea how many he did on Instagram. Then he did, he got played on every major show this weekend. They were playing that meme, right? Simultaneously, McGalifornia's fucking video of of Rob and Casey and DeSantis being in hell goes mega viral he was up to like four four and a half million views last night this is all over the weekend like they tell you oh you're just oh you guys are oh, that little shitty show Dilly barely does like 25 30,000 plays there's not even a lot of people on there oh really that's just the most important people that's all he has a meme team. What, what do they do? Oh, besides destroying the deep state globalist campaigns, bludgeoning them into fucking, like, nothingness? Do you know how much money Team Meatball would have to spend to get DeSantis 4.5 million views on anything? Dude, Elon Musk couldn't get that dork 4.5 million views. You understand? Like, there's a level to this to where you got the world's richest man... And we fucking out meme everybody. We bury his views. That is huge. It's a huge deal. And McGalifornia really uh, full of piss and vinegar all weekend long. Did not take his foot off the pedal.
0: So lose fire, you come and drop. We bury you. Rob's not gonna make it. No, he ain't gonna make it. Rob's not gonna make it. Bury five. <laughs> oh.
1: McAlifornia with Mega Devil Dog absolutely killed that thing. Devil Dog back with a vengeance. You can tell he's feeling good. My God, he took a little vacation, got himself in shape. He's dropping weight, feeling good, dude. The creativity is flowing, brother. Well done, dude. Proud of you. Seriously, good job, Mike. You're fucking. You're a pillar of this community, Mike. <laughs> ah, he's just the pillar. He's the big fucking pillar. Is what you are. That's right. But shout out to devil dog get your ass back in the game feeling good We had to take care of yourself, too, man It's Good and prayers work. You know what I'm saying they work. Oh My god. Yeah, he says he feels like a million bucks. There you go. That's our guy good stuff now I mean look the team is just doing what they do um, And we're having some fun and it's we're not even close to done and as I mentioned it's a primary You know, there's a lot of people. I don't like this. Look there is an option. You know look Let me explain something really quickly This goes to every GOP voter, every Republican voter who's uncomfortable with what you're seeing. I get it. Hey, why can't we unify? We can't we unify? Tell you what. We'll stop. We will stop infighting. We'll stop attacking other Republicans. Fine. You get everybody to drop the fuck out of the race. If you can't give me... Donald J. Trump as the primary victor right now, which he should be, he's at 60 fucking percent. You don't want to give me Trump, then fine. Then we'll continue. But unless you're gonna give me every single you want it the easy way, we'll stop once every one of them drop out. This is a fucking competition. You can't ask me for a fucking sixth inning little league home run rule where every home run after a certain point is out. I don't care. We don't give a fuck, okay? And the other thing is, what we're doing is working. You're cratering. Everybody is cratering. Only one guy is going this way. Everyone else is going that way. So it's a primary. So you don't like the fights. You don't like the confrontations. You want to focus on Democrats. Then you should spend every waking moment, Twitter, tweeting, emailing, calling, all of these stupid fuck GOP rhinos who are trying to stop Trump. You call him and tell him to drop out of the race. If you want us to stop, have everybody drop out of the race so Donnie J becomes the uh, chosen selection for the Republican Party. And if you don't do that and you can't get them to drop out of the race, then buckle the fuck up because this will continue, okay? And this gem from our good friend who loves to troll... And made an oopsie over the weekend.
2: Hi, Congresswoman Scratches office. How may I
1: help you? Oh, Victoria's farts. Is that is that her name or is that what she does? Yes, her name is Victoria's farts. Oh, I thought it was farts. All right. What did what did she vote for on that uh, debt ceiling? She voted against it. She voted against it. That's a very wonderful thing. <laughs> I take back everything I just said. I thought she... it. I, I love her. <laughs> I will support her. And I will even help her win her next campaign. I will make every phone call in the world. That's a wonderful thing. All right, sir. And where are you calling from? Oh, well, I'm in uh, Lake County. I don't even think she's my rep.
0: <laughs> Come on, Wheels! <laughs> what the-
1: Dude, Uh, (laughs) wheels was like, "Uh oh, Uh, Uh oh, she wasn't having it either. She was like, fuck off, pal. She was not having it. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. Where are you from? Uh, I don't know. Some other fucking county. I don't even think she's my rep. She's like, hanging up now. (laughs) Oh, no, wheels. What are you doing? Wheels. Oh, all right, dude. I, I just, this picture, dude. Well, I know they say, they're like, oh, oh, you can do that with anybody. No, you can't. Dude, you can't do that. Listen, first it started here, right? We had makeup Rob DeSantis, right? Remember he was like, you could call me a weird, And everybody thought that was the worst DeSantis face. And then this one comes out. It's just like, dude, it's impossible to make this dork cool. they. They totally branded him wrong. He is a walking dork. He's a dork machine, okay? This guy is a, I cannot fucking believe the faces this guy makes when trying to be a human. It's so awkward. He literally reminds me of those aliens from Men in Black. It's like, like, why? Why he does this at the most random times? His laughing hysteria. (laughs) I just don't get it. I'm like, dude, Everybody makes funny faces at times, but that one was like trending all weekend long. It's a terrible face. Like that is a bad, what are you doing? Was he laughing? Was he surprised? Did he smell something funny? I don't know what is, I can't figure it out, but like it's, it's every photo now. Is that Ozempic face? Is this what Ozempic does to you? I don't remember having this many bad shots of this guy before the last, like, four months, and now it's, like, every other day there's some shockingly horrible picture. And he's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot, and his talking points are bad. It's so awkward, dude. I tried to tweet up their team today, and I was like, hey, like, what's going on with the website? Like, so someone sent me a link. It was Rob com forward slash policy, right? Seems reasonable, right? This would be where the policy... Yeah, look what comes up still. You can't... <laughs> how do you have... How are you in, you're in it to win it and look what you have. You have joined the team, volunteer, shop, donate. I mean, it's all money-based. 404 page not found. How can they call us a cult with blind followers when we actually have a platform that we're supporting and you're just supporting a guy's name and his, his stupid face? Like, this is what you have. Why should they vote for you, Rob? Because of this face, obviously. Like, you don't have a policy platform still. How do you not have a policy platform? He knew he was going to run for president, and he still, what is he going to surprise us all? We're all going to be shocked? And you wonder why the meme team is having a fucking field day with you, dude. You're the easiest target in the history of mankind. Hey, Meatball, it's your favorite president, Donald Trump. I'm in Palm Beach, and everyone's making fun
0: of you. What's up with those high heels? End of message. baller. <laughs>
1: I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl in the good. I would call it. Wish I had a rabbit in that hat. with i back to 6 in father. <laughs> Ramble Rant's really wrapped that shit in DeSantis' voice. You're killing me, bro. Oh, Him and C3P memes just fucking laying it on thick. That was painful. Fucking painful. Speaking of C3P memes, he continues to get millions of views on his rendition of The Office, courtesy of Rob DeSantis. Don't listen to your critics. Listen to your fans. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. He's such a shit candidate, it's so awkward. Every time I look up, it's something else that's stupid. So like, for example, who's going to this thing, by the way? Hold on, some of you guys are being excited. Dilly 300, Trump supporters. Uh, if you're going to assemble for this, I need you boots on the ground. I need you on Telegram, and I need you tweeting out uh, information so people know where to meet you. But uh, this is happening. The 8th Annual Basque Fry in Nevada. Let me see where it's happening at in Nevada. It's uh, the fuck Corley, Corley Ranch, Nevada. Okay, here's your information. Let's get you. Uh, let me zoom in here so you guys can actually read the shit. There you go. uh, The keynote speaker is uh, Meatball DeSantis. Uh, You also get that uh, fucking power bottom Dave Rubin and along with uh, uh, Dana Lausch, Lausch, Lush, Lush, and uh, Adam Lexalt, who, there you go. So there you go. So if anybody's in the area, you want to go take pictures, you want to show up with your Trump stuff, support, uh, it would be a really great thing. And let me tell you what will happen. If you do this correctly... You will end up going mega viral for all the right reasons, just as our Dilly show friend and my friend, Cherry Norris did out in South Carolina. That's right. Uh, The reality is that a large portion of Republicans showing up to see DeSantis are actually committed Trump voters who are simply curious about Rob's message. The crowd reflects the polls. America wants Trump. This is actually a fact. So Cherry was on this morning with uh, America's voice. Um, their morning show and I got to tell you she killed it eight and a half minute video. Very good. It's on Twitter, but listen Here's what she discovered What she discovered is when she was introducing herself to people in the line. She knew most of them. They're all Trump supporters So cherry started asking them questions Hey, what are you doing here to see Desantis? Santa's they said? Oh, we're just curious she said, oh really they like, Yeah They're Like we're still voting Trump. We just want to see what he had to say One of the things that Team Meatball has not accounted for was how much of his existing voting block are diehard Trump fans. He did not do the calculations. So now what they're doing is they're showing you rooms full of people. Like one of them that Peshaw posted over the weekend was so cringe because I counted at least a half dozen Make America Great Again hats in the audience. Do you know how fucking goofy you have to be So I thought it was a Trump rally because of the hats. I was like, oh, is that a Trump rally? And then I realized, wait, that's DeSantis speaking. But the people in attendance in South Carolina were wearing MAGA hats. And Team Meatball did not account for this. So they're trying to show the audience. And they're like, look at all the people showing up. It's like, dude, they're Trump supporters. (laughs) So this is one of the reasons that the polling is, I think, at this point, you can believe the polling. The percentages are correct. Yeah, occasionally you're gonna put two or three hundred people in a room, and of those two or three hundred, a hundred or more are gonna be diehard Trump supporters. Trump voters, more importantly. And Meatball DeSantis and his campaign did not account for it. They're completely they didn't account for it. And it's crazy because now the the fucking polling's coming out in his home state. You announced you're running for president. Okay, what do you do? You're going to carry your home state? No. Dude, no. He's, he's dropping. He's now down by 20 points in Florida. He was down eight at one point. He was down eight in Florida back in like February, March. It went to 15 by May. And here we are after he announced he's running for president and he's down another fucking five or six. So this is what they, they didn't account for it. You're, you're down 20 in your own home state? You're supposed to see your biggest bump post-announcement in your home state. Like, if they had actually calculated this correctly, DeSantis should have seen a 5 to 9 point swing in his direction immediately following his announcement. But they didn't calculate it correctly. They didn't calculate how many people are actually Trump and only Trump voters. So instead he announces and drops in his own home state polling, you're done. You are absolutely done. And now we're hearing rumors that he's trying to figure out how to get out of the race With and, and it, whether or not Trump will forgive him. He's toast. And that's why when he's asked hard questions, this face keeps showing up now. It's this face and this face over and over at hard questions because he's like, I made a huge mistake, and I listened to the wrong people. And now he's toast. He's toast. He is really, he's going to have a hell of a, he can't win. He can't win any future elections either. That's the part that's even more brutal. You're never going to be a senator. You're done running for governor, and you're never going to get higher office. No one in MAGA will ever vote for a ticket that includes you on it. He's done.
0: Come on, man.
1: memes back in the house oh he caused a shit storm he'd been coasting mac had been coasting it's sports season he been busy fucking even busy he's like ah it's playoffs nba playoffs i'll see you guys in a month and a half then he got banned on twitter so what does he do he comes back he fucking creates some fake fucking tweets from christina peshaw that went mega viral drops that gem and, uh, it's a giant shit storm as you, if, if there were ever going to be a memer that caused world war three, it's Machiavelli memes. And he is not disappointing. Yeah. He comes back. He's like, da, 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 da. you should see you. If you guys think the shit that he posts is outrageous, you should see the shit that he puts in our room that never sees the light of day. He posts shit. We're like, Oh, Oh, don't post that. You're going to get arrested. He's like, well, it's just for us. I thought it was funny. I'm like, dude, get that out of here. <laughs> He has have no idea. He has, like, there's no chill, and then there's Machiavelli memes. He's like, way the fuck up here. He's just like, you're like, you, you, you can't put that. I don't understand. What's the big deal? It's not even a real cock. It was, for, it was skin from her leg. Like, dude, what? What? Yeah, constantly, constantly. Even Phantom's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> don't post that. Uh, that's why we love him, though. He does a great job. Speaking of doing a great job, Governor Rob DeSantis is trying to differ a softer approach with Disney. Uh, Basically, I think he's decided he's going to take on the role of power bottom for Mickey. And the best way, if you were going to be Mickey's bitch, is to let this keep being publicly uh, available. Here you go. Disney Gay Days events. Go ahead. In defiance of DeSantis's don't say gay laws. So there you go. Little meatball is getting it from all angles. He can't catch a break. Brutal, mean, mean, cruel even. Can't take a break. Can't stop. He just, he's like, everything is fine. My campaign continues. As long as you call me winner, I don't care what you call me. Okay. Okay, pussy, I'm sure. Did you call me a winner? Yeah. How about this new narrative that your wife is forming where she wears the pants and gives god-awful speeches while we all suffer through them, hmm? How about that narrative?
2: That talking really pales into comparison to the day previous to that, when I had very long in-depth conversations with our three-year-old, maybe as to why she cannot color True Story with a permanent marker on the dining room table. It's, the walls, I've come to the it's been 84 four years. Injured, so-
1: Please clap. <laughs> Dude, her voice is so deep. Fuck. They're so weird. You know, and, and then we kept staring at this lady. Meme team and I, we're staring at this lady all weekend long because she, she made herself part of the campaign. You have a fucking tab on the website before you have a policy platform. So everybody who goes, don't attack Casey, Jill whatever the fuck her name is. We don't know how to say her last name still. They won't say. But you you put the first lady, what is it? The governor's first lady? The first lady of Florida? That's not a thing. That's never been a thing. We've never referred to the governor's wife as the first lady of the state. No one's ever done that. That's not a fucking thing from a branding perspective. I don't know where they got this. They think this is like fucking Game of Thrones. It's Lady Casey DeSantis of the, of the state of Florida. No, that's nobody says that. Anyway, the bitch gave me the heebie-jeebies, and we kind of were talking about it, and we were mulling around where the hell we got this, where, what vibes, what is she doing? There's somebody that she reminds us of, and this happened.
2: Then bargain collectively, and I will fight them, and then so-called right to work, right to work is wrong for workers and wrong for America. Now, having said all this, why aren't I 50 points ahead, you might ask? Well, the choice for working families has never been clearer. I need your help to get Donald Trump's record out to everybody. Nobody should be fooled. He proudly declared himself 100% right to work. He even hired a union-busting firm to break up an organizing campaign. At his hotel in Las Vegas, where you uh, are right now. Uh huh. And he built up his wealth by stiffing uh-huh. small businesses and contractors. That goes Same against voice. everything we stand for as a country. <laughs> My dad is a small business. I'm just businessman. I'm just happy he never did business with Trump. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah, DeSantis for president. <laughs> that talking really. Same voice. Comparison Same voice. Previous to that. When I had very long and dead fucking uncanny with our three-year-old baby as to why she cannot color true story. It's uncanny. Permanent marker on the dining room
1: table. It's uncanny. I can't. I, I can't. Dude, if you ever wanted to know how you end up with this fucking face, you listen to that goddamn voice day in and day out. Rob DeSantis is just young, weirder Bill Clinton. Oh my God, that's all it is. If you guys ever wanted to know what Bill Clinton looked like and how he behaved at 45 years old, this is it right here. Right here. This is what happens. When you've got a bitch like that in your ear 24-7 since college, this is how you end up. Completely broken, dressed funny, making weird faces. Don't know who you are. <laughs> I think I can win? Everything's fine. My wife has my support. We're a power couple. Uh-huh. Dude, you're a power bottom, bro. You're getting wrecked. Dude, the only thing we need to worry about is if Casey decides, decides to start putting together that list that Hillary's got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Yee. Ye. That's tough. All right, let's talk a little news. We'll talk a little news. Start with my good friend, Alex Bershowitz, who was uh, tweeting out on uh, Twitter just this morning, and this, uh, this is a good one. This is uh, from the National Pulse. Rob Stan says, starts off the week with yet more bad news for his campaign as the first Rasmussen reports head-to-head since his campaign launch shows the governor going down 2% and Trump going up 13. <laughs> now Trump leads fifty eight thirty in a head-to-head matchup. I believe this was for New Hampshire. He shot up 13 points good lord getting absolutely fucking bodied it's not close this is not a close race this is a race that really is all but over now machiavelli memes does do this thing where he creates fake email or fake uh, tweets and shit a lot of people get mad at him cuz hey it's you know deceiving now this one i think i don't think he made this one but you could have fooled me. This this is not real. Just so we're clear, this is not real. Happy Pride Month to the governor of Florida, Ron DeFaggot. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to, I'm posting this because I want to make sure that you guys know this is fake. If you see this around there, President Trump would never say this. He's way too classy. This is obviously someone's, someone's doing to try and make Trump look bad. But Donald Trump would never, ever, ever post that, you know, say happy pride month to, to governor Ron to Okay. That would never, that's a fake one. This is, you guys gotta be able to, if I've taught you one thing, it's, you gotta learn discernment. Okay. There's a lot of fake shit out here and you don't want that. You know, you don't want that. Cause that's, yeah, just, it's not real. Okay. Don't, don't spread this around like it's real. Cause it, it could make president Trump look bad. He didn't say that. He's never publicly called him Ron DeFaggot. Now, he said that, you know, there might be a scandal or two involving Rob with men and maybe women or men, but he never actually said this, okay? Yeah, so he never posted this. This is not real, okay? It's just a joke from somebody that thought it was really funny and very, you know, appropriate. But it's not appropriate. It's mean. It's very mean. It's almost as mean as this meme, (laughs) Way to pronounce my last name, Meatball.
0: We will make America great again. I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen.
1: I told you the meme team went absolutely ham this weekend. All right. I know you guys are sick of it. You're like, dude enough can we talk about something else yes we can we can i promised we would and we will and we are right now the second we're going to talk about president trump covering some other stories that are very important to you and uh it's not good are they going to indict him again probably reports are the marxist special prosecutor department of justice and fbi want to indict me on the boxes hoax despite all of the wrongdoing that they have done for seven years including spying on my campaign Biden crimes go unpunished, including that he had boxes in Chinatown, in his garage by the Corvette, and 1,850 boxes in Delaware that he won't allow anyone to see. That is real obstruction. They seek retribution for Republicans looking into Biden's crimes. I have done nothing wrong. Election interference. Simultaneously, as this is happening... We have this announcement also, which all it happens to coincide with Pence announcing he's running for president. Just announced that they are not going to bring charges against Mike Pence on the document hoax. That's great, but when am I gonna be fully exonerated? I'm at least as innocent as he is. And what about Joe, Bi- in Joe Biden, who is hiding at least 1,850 boxes and some located in Chinatown, DC? When will the witch hunt against Trump stop? It's a great question, President Trump. One that at least as of the uh, time of this broadcast, we do not know the answer. But we do know, fuck Joe Biden.
2: ...means no one got everything they want, but that's the responsibility of governing. And the, this is a deal is good news, I believe you'll see, for the American people. The agreement prevents the worst possible crisis, a default for the first time in a nation's history. An economic recession, Retirement accounts devastated, millions of jobs lost. Also protects key priorities and accomplishments and values that congressional
1: Democrats and I have fought long for. Zoinks! Thank, Thank you, C3P memes, for revealing the truth about who is actually running this absolutely disgusting presidency. Any questions? It showed it right there. Well done, C3P memes, thank you. It's true, Obama never left. He never really left, just kept running things behind the scenes, destroying the country. Speaking of destroying the country, some border uh, updates. Disgusting here. This this is one of the reasons I left Arizona, and uh, it should make you nervous as fuck if you're anywhere near a border state. Border Patrol K9 sniffs out $2 million in fentanyl, which is enough to kill 48 million people during a traffic stop in Arizona. Let that, how, is, how is fentanyl not managed and uh, considered and classified as a weapon of mass destruction at this point? Name something else that can wipe out 48 million people as quickly as fentanyl. Name something. You couldn't even use a single nuke to do this. 48 million fucking people. How is it not a weapon of mass destruction? I'm serious. How do you not look at this and go, anthrax? We've seen how many officers overdose and drop dead from, from just simply reaching into the pockets of a perpetrator and grabbing raw fentanyl out of the pocket. How many times have we seen that? We've got, I don't know how many videos of an officer dropping and overdosing within two minutes. How is fentanyl not classified as a weapon of mass destruction? If you were to drop all of that in the water supply, does anybody survive? I mean, this is crazy. I don't know how this is even referred to as just a drug anymore. It's not a fucking drug. You can't physically touch this with your bare hands or it'll kill you. If you even breathe the powdery uh, substance of this shit, it'll kill you. Like, you remember that scene in The Rock? Remember with uh, Nick Cage and Sean Connery? Remember they were like, oh, this is the most dangerous. Remember they had the green little fucky fuck things? And it was like, the whole premise of the movie was, oh, this stuff, is if it's inhaled, it could kill the whole city. It's a, it was like 600,000 people or some shit. I mean, dude, the premise of The Rock, if you replace that shit with fentanyl, the movie gets way way more unbelievable and way more scary. Just a truck full of the ability to kill 48 million people. It's unbelievable, dude. Meanwhile, Joe Biden just doing what he does, right? Doing what he does, which ain't shit. Simultaneously, <coughs> as, as you're dealing with border patrol issues that nobody except for Trump has a, a legitimate plan to, to deal with, California educational leaders push critical race theory lessons that praise Marxists who looked up to Osama bin Laden. Let that one just marinate for a moment. California, you need to get your kids out of school if they're there in that state. They either need to be in private education or you need to get your kids out. There you go. Hey, I fixed my mic for you, bud. I fixed my mic for the guy on YouTube. There you go. I saw there was a guy on YouTube having a problem with my mic, so I fixed it for you, bud. There you go. Let me know how that works for you, fuckhead. That should help. It's a lot easier when you just can't fucking participate. There you go. No, I know. I want to make sure this guy is super... He's very... He does not adjust the volume on his own fucking device, so I just fix it for him. Osama bin Laden. Really? California. It's almost impossible not to hate these motherfuckers, like, in the most aggressive kind of way. Fucking critical race theory. Give me a break. You have to, you can't just beat these people. You have to destroy them permanently. They can never be allowed to take power in your country again. We even have confirmation for, what was it Larry Finks of BlackRock? That fucking guy. Oh my God, dude. Larry Finks of BlackRock over the weekend talking about you must force your employees and in, incorporate, uh, you have to force the culture. You have to force it, according to Larry Finks. You have to force the changes you want through the culture of your company, which is the pronouns and shit in your name. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Fuck you. You have to reject all of this shit. You got to continue to stick to thing. Bud Light has to be dead permanently. Bud Light needs to be dead and gone. Target needs to be fucking cratered economically. You must stick together on this shit. You must stick together. Look at this shit. I mean, this... Everything that this was associated with this needs to be destroyed, including this ad agency. That's right. The, the company that facilitated the Dylan Mulvaney partnership with Bud Light now finds itself in a state of serious panic mode, according to a report. Yeah, you, cro- you cost a major brand somewhere north of 10 to $12 billion. Destroy them all. Burn them to the fucking ground economically. Never go back. Never return. Never, ever return. The YouTube trolls are back. Trev, you should head over to YouTube. There's a bunch of fucking dorks over there that need to be blocked. Just head on over there. Yep. Extreme prejudice, Trev. Extreme prejudice. Hey, it works. The pocketbook works, by the way. They'll ignore certain amounts they'll ignore. They're like, eh. Once you start bludgeoning them to the tune of multiple billions, it doesn't matter how dug in they are. They like, oh shit. 27 billion as of today. Is that what the number is today? I know Target was at 10 billion. Is, is that true? Can, so we get a confirmation. Are you telling me Bud is really down 27 billion so far in market value? Dude, they were, their shit was stacked at the grocery store still. No one's buying it. No one is buying it right now. 27 billion's the number in market cap they lost? Fuck. The thing that that needs to make you excited, dude, is if you're a competitor, the money goes somewhere. You understand? Money never just disappears. It's going somewhere. It's flowing somewhere. You understand? That money, 27 billion not going to bud means 27 billion is getting spent somewhere else. They didn't decide not to buy beer and just put it in savings. That means that some other brand or brands is picking up the slack. That money is getting spent. It's just not getting spent on Bud anymore. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. Opportunity out there for some entrepreneurial-minded MAGA to come along and continue to... All you're trying to do is take up market cap. Half a point, one point, two point. That's all you're doing. It's a good thing. You know what else is a good thing this fucking meme this meme is so dank the commission was quite specific the
0: asset was to be terminated <laughs>
2: Put the package down. The kid's coming with me. They know he's here. Then they'll keep
1: coming.
0: You have something I want. There's more to me than you will ever know.
1: This is the way. So dank that is Soul memes, with some help from Jay Scott memes. Yeah, that was badass. Jay Scott Soul memes crushed that thing. Really, really good, dude. That's a good one. That's a good one. You know what else? Soul also made another one just for uh, Pride Month, and I thought it was appropriate. You know, we can be tolerant here at the Dilly Show. See.
0: Boys have a penis, girls
1: have a vagina. Uh, Oh, that joke is 30 fucking years old. It's still funny. I love that kid. Oh, my God. Uh, he, you know what's crazy is that kid grew up and became Dylan Mulvaney. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't actually know that. I'm just joking. I made an assumption. That's not fair. I don't, I don't actually know if that kid grew up to become Dylan Mulvaney, okay? It's just. Don't get mad at me. It was just a joke. It was just a joke. We had some uh, breaking news uh, yesterday as well. Bizarre accident in Washington, D.C., NRA executive whose daughter and granddaughter were killed in the plane crash also lost a child in a 1994 scuba tragedy. So this is a really sad story yesterday. There was a uh, F-16 fighter uh, fighter jets were, were uh, scrambled to deal with a charter plane that was on its way, uh, you know, somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it was headed. Somewhere in the uh, up north, northeast, and made a wrong turn and... When the pilots in the plane, uh, when the the fighter jets basically came across the plane, the uh, pilot was unresponsive, and then it crashed. Now, some people think that they shot it down. The official story is that he crashed, that the plane just drifted until it crashed and killed everybody on the plane. Um, I don't know the story. Very sad stuff, though. And uh, and I don't know, you know... I think it's just as likely the the uh, pilot was vaxxed and fucking had a stroke or some shit. But honestly, I don't know. We don't know the, the main story yet on this. We just know it ain't good. <clears throat> it ain't good. Very sad. All right, so going back to what we were just discussing a moment ago, talking about these, uh, you guys essentially are starting to to vote with your, with your, not just your dollars, but also your attention. I kept telling you for years most expensive currency you've got is your attention and be careful where you're paying it, right? We've talked about this over and over on the Dilly Show. We've seen it uh, revealed for the last five and a half years since I've been doing this show. But boy, oh boy, is it being felt today. And it's being felt by Fox News, who is in a death spiral. They are reeling after Tucker Carlson's exit. They're not telling you the real number, but if you dig into it, You're going to see it, and it is brutal. Look at this shit, you guys. Fox News, since Tucker Carlson left, has experienced a 37% year-on-year decline, which is 1.42 million primetime viewers, according to Deadline Hollywood. Competing network, MSNBC, meanwhile, saw an increase in viewers, bringing the network to a 1.1 million uh, viewership during prime time, a 14% year over year gain in May. I mean, 37% dude, that is, uh, Rupert Murdoch is going to have to turn this into a 501 C3 because Fox is about Fox news is about to be, uh, non-profitable. I mean, it's about to be fucked. Rupert Murdoch has got to be looking at this going. I've got a pro here's the thing. Do you know how fucking hard it is to get back that, that large of a portion of your audience? What they don't tell you is when you get canceled like this and it's, it's an organic canceling, to get those, that number back would take five to 10 years. Like this is the part that they're not telling you. It'd be like trying to recover Bud Light uh, buyers. Like they don't tell you, okay, you lost this much. and You go, okay, well, well, let's get them right back. It's like, no, dude. Do you know how long it takes? to get, like, to even sort of get back to those numbers, it ain't going to happen. They, have for years, have thought that they could plug in whoever they wanted. They've done this for years, and and they've treated you that way, right? They're like, here, you'll watch this person. ESPN started this shit years ago. ESPN went woke, immediately saw a ratings decline, and then didn't give a fuck. They're like, we don't care. They started getting rid of your favorite anchors. One by one by one, they wouldn't pay them. Started with Dan Patrick back in the day. It was one of the first ones. Dan Patrick left and was like, fuck you. Disney was like, oh, we'll crush him. Oh, really? And it's they've continued to do this. Disney and, and ESPN thought, oh, we'll just plug in anybody and anybody will watch it. Now Disney, ESPN is about to do another round of layoffs again. They've been doing layoffs pretty much every year for like the last six years. And now you've got the same thing starting to happen with Fox News. You're gonna have the same thing happening with Bud Light. When the market goes away from you this severely and you're and you've irreparably damaged the brand. the reason you can't backfill it is the generation that you appealed to has turned their back on you and said no forever. And the next generation doesn't watch you. This is where they're really having a hard time. The next generation, the Gen Z kids and younger aren't loyal to big brands or big news or big any of that. They don't even know who you are most of the time. They don't give a fuck. They're like, nah, I'm good. And this is where you're going to see the death of several big businesses that you thought would never die. They're going to go away in the next 10 years. Next seven to 10 years, corporations that have been with you as long as you've been alive will go bankrupt and out of business or they'll rebrand and then, which essentially is them saying, we're killing off this brand. And I think that's one of the things that they, this is a, a generational shift that you're living through right now. It's a generational shift politically, ideologically. It's a generational shift in marketing. It's a generational shift in lifestyle. Go look at all the the numbers on drugs, alcohol, teen pregnancies. They're all dropping. Some of their biggest money makers has been keeping you sick, inebriated, broke, and fucking stretched financially, right? Well, if the younger people... Stop getting knocked up early on in life. Don't drink at nearly the clip that other people used to and aren't doing as much drugs. That means that, and they're not even watching television. What does that mean? This is what they've not accounted for. It's like, what happens when your demographic that you built your entire brand around starts aging out and dying? And what happens when all of your future customers don't even know who you are? Gen Z kids and younger are never tuning in to Fox News. Not even when they're taxpayers in 10 years. They won't. They don't care. Your your brand is gone. Now, a lot of these people won't care because Rupert Murdoch's 90 fucking three years old. He doesn't give a shit. A lot of these people are going away. This is, if you were ever going to have the inclination to get aggressive about whatever it is you wanted to create, whether it's yourself as a brand ambassador whether it's a new business, whether it's a new idea, whatever it is, now is the time for entrepreneurship. I believe that. Because really, you got two options anyway. If you put all your chips to the table right now, and you become an entrepreneur, if Donald Trump gets back in, you go to the fucking moon. And you live your dreams, okay? And if he doesn't get back in, you're fucked anyway. So, why not? What do you got to lose? That's the way I view this. It's like, you could be whoever you want to be. Why can't we do this? You can reinvent yourself 10 times over. Look what's happening with your community. Your community, in a very tangible way, is playing a pivotal role in the formation of America. Randy going mega viral with her video, Trump laughing hysterically at it. Tiff going mega viral with some of her posts and some of her videos. The Trump campaign supporting it. Magical Trevor, mega viral, Trump supporting it. Devil Dog with California and Leah memes. Mega viral Lauren Eve mega viral C3P memes mega viral yours truly how many interviews have I done mega viral and you start looking and you're like wait a minute we're playing a huge role we are the tip of the spear informing everybody always wants they think that it's a set position the future of the country is not a set position Everybody, well, how does Trump stay so ambitious how does he stay so uh, you know optimistic why not what the fuck else do you got to lose you start if once you declare something you just go I'm going to do it till it fucking works. And you just keep going. And none of this is possible without you the Dilly 300 behind us pushing, 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 validating, verifying, spending, supporting. Parallel economy, fuck this. We don't need this. We got we got mega commerce over here. That's how you do this. You're you're winning. You're winning right now and you're going to keep winning, but there are opportunities in the years, the months and years ahead. There's going to be huge opportunities for everybody who has a great service or a great product or a great face with a great brand behind them. Look at Cherry Norris. I knew I was, we were like, we're to, now Cherry already was a superstar. She won't tell you, but Cherry was already a superstar and then she was never in politics and then we were like, okay, and I told Cherry months ago, I go, watch what we're going to do with you now. Now she's, she's, uh, getting, she's in contact and has a phone call scheduled with the uh, Trump team in South Carolina this week. She did a couple of interviews this week already. She's, she's a phenomenal fucking, uh, you know, Trump surrogate. And she's going to do a great job out in South Carolina. She will become part of the campaign out there. All of you, <clears throat> you can do this though. Everyone can do this. You, what does it take? Know your topics. Know your platforms. Be confident. Be unapologetic. Be courageous. That's it. What did Cherry do? She went and she organized a counter-protest against DeSantis. That's all it took. What did we do? We elevated it, didn't we? We retweeted and promoted it. And then it went mega viral, and then she got attacked by the DeSantis team. What did that do? It caused some of the media to go, we want to interview this lady. She seems interesting. And they interviewed her, and she fucking killed it. So this is, this is sort of how it goes. You, you are forming what you want in this country. It's not fixed which is why your imagination is so critical still. It's one of the biggest mistakes that I think adults, Americans make, is you stop imagining, you stop being creative, and you think that, well, whatever happened last Tuesday will happen this Tuesday, right? That's how your mind works. You project for, oh, well, this, is, it's gonna keep happening, and it might have happened 30 Tuesdays in a row, and you think, this is the permanent Tuesday. This is my Tuesday routine. But eventually, eventually, there's a weird Tuesday, that something extraordinary happens and you go, what the fuck? Live on this broadcast Friday, we were talking about Trev's incredibly funny meme. A meme that he was going to stop doing. He was like, I don't think this is funny anymore. We kept telling him, no, dude, this is your this is a home run. He's been doing earpiece, guys, since Biden got into office. It's always been funny. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. We're like, Trev, keep going with it. He stuck with it. He'd pop up, do them here and there. He's like, uh, nobody really notices my work. We're like, "Ah, uh, your time's coming, bro. Live on the air. We're on here. I'm like, dude, I think Trump might actually like this one. I think he's going to laugh at this. And while we're on the air Friday, President Trump truths out the earpiece guy from Magical Trevor and then pins it to his page. It was there all weekend. It got played on all the broadcasts this weekend. You don't know what you're going to put into this world that will end up being the thing that, that grips, is gripped. And it's a fu- that's what makes it fun, though. And a lot of you, and I love you guys, there's a lot of, whether it's memers or Dilly 300 members who quit this close to gold. This close. My grandpa did that shit. I told that story. My family would be living with generational wealth right now if my grandpa would have just kept going. He had a gold mine in Alaska. It's one of the saddest stories of my family's, like, probably history is on my mom's side. My grandpa had a gold mine in, in Alaska. And he worked that gold mine for fucking years and never found shit. And he finally unloaded it and he didn't know how to get to the gold where it was at. And they he didn't know how to get to it. He knew it was there. And the guy that my grandpa got the mine from was adamant. This is back in like the fucking 40s and 50s. That guy knew there was gold and he had been working that gold mine for years. And he kept telling my grandpa... He was, he was an older man. He, gave, he eventually sold it to my grandpa. He goes, I know there's gold in there. The biggest gold vein and gold find in Alaskan history was like feet from where my grandpa stopped when he finally gave it, he gave up. Largest gold fucking like vein in Alaska. I wouldn't even be sitting here if that motherfucker had kept going. <laughs> You just don't know. And this happens that we've seen it with meme team members trying to quit. And then they're like, oh my God, I went mega viral. And now like the press wants to interview me. We've seen it with, we've seen it with sponsors. I tell sponsors, you've got to be consistent. Keep developing your message. Keep developing your product. And don't take your foot off the pedal consistently every week. You have to become like the sunrise. I tell the sponsors the same thing. And then, because you don't know when the dam's going to break. When someone finally goes, you know what? I've been saving this extra $80. I'm going to spend it with the uh, this sponsor I've been looking at for a while. And you get 20 people like that, and all of a sudden you made all your money back for your ad spend. <clears throat> you just keep going. You keep going. And you keep being bold. <laughs> Trev, I'll kill you. <laughs> you just keep going. And, uh... It's super important. So here you go. All right, we got more to talk about here. This is a couple of Twitter stories. Boy, they they're they're gaming community notes, which is the essentially a fact-checking feature of Twitter. It's stupid as fuck. But uh, one guy getting involved in politics again, Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey endorses Robert Kennedy Jr. in 2024 presidential race. Yeah, okay. I believe Elon Musk is hosting him today in a Twitter spaces a la DeSantis. That should be retarded. Nobody cares. But give him, whatever, give him the chance. Go do it. Go ahead, Elon. Go and do it. Nobody gives a shit, but go do it. They're going to do a Twitter spaces together, probably tug on each other. Who knows? But There's a reason that Elon is uh, scrambling right now he was over in China, kissing the asses of his makers while also doing this. Report leaked to New York Times shows 59% drop in Twitter ad sales. True. Elon it can't have it both ways. He's got a lot of masters that he answers to. Here's the problem he's got. On one hand, you could have won the internet by actually making Twitter legitimately not censored in free speech and not throttling everybody, shit canning all the evildoers and then actually marketing and making it like, in, like incentivizing people to pay for Twitter Blue, right? Which is the check mark. All he had to do was just follow that, that path. And for a while he did. But then the Chinese whores who own his ass called him to Beijing because that's his number one factory for his products. Elon is probably shitting himself at the thought of Trump getting back in office, because he's going to absolutely bludgeon, bludgeon Shanghai fucking uh, Tesla. So Elon's problem is that they're gonna Trump's gonna tariff any cars built over in in uh, Shanghai at their gigafactory. So he knows. I've got to thread the needle. Biden doesn't like me either. Trump definitely isn't going to tolerate my shit. And I want to give Americans free speech, but the people who I do, am I, I, that I am beholden to, which is China, he's got a problem. I mean, he's got a lot of problems. He le- he's leveraged in a lot of different ways. China's not going to let him go full free speech. Trump's not going to let him manufacture in China without getting absolutely pummeled. Because those jobs should be here in the United States. Why did you build in Shanghai and not Ohio, Elon? It's a reasonable question. Major car manufacturers are in Ohio. They're in Michigan. Why did you instead send the, the majority of Tesla manufacturing to Shanghai? We know why. Slave labor. It's slave labor. And we know that the minerals that they use to make the lithium batteries... The cobalt is mined in China as well. So it got to save money on shipping. So you got cheap slave labor, a shorter distance to ship your your raw goods that you need. And with Trump out of office, you're not getting tariffed into oblivion. So your margins are obscene. Got a problem though, Elon. Because you can't stop Donald Trump and you can't stop us. And it don't matter how much you play with the fucking Twitter algorithms and you do the shit that you're doing, you, even you, cannot make DeSantis popular. You couldn't do it. As a matter of fact, we could argue, and, and you best believe that Team DeSantis is going to do it, they're going to blame you when his fucking campaign fizzles out. You backing DeSantis might actually end up hurting you on Twitter because it's going to show not only is it a stupid idea to do Twitter spaces as a brand new candidate, it's going to show that it's not a viable... Uh, place to to market. Bad idea. Backfiring already. And if you think a bunch of scumbag politicians won't throw you under the bus, you're dead ass wrong. And they will. They're going to blame you. They're going to eventually say it was his idea and he promised he could help us and it made us look really stupid and inept and now we're out of the race, blame Elon. Whoops. Wait. Hold on. Jason, I know you know this specifically We do not move cars between countries. Jason, hold on. You may have just hit something that I don't know about and I want to learn. Are you saying that all cars cars made in in Giga, giga, was it Shanghai, do they stay in China? Jason, I know you know. He knows. Are you saying all the vehicles, so they stay in China? So none of the vehicles manufactured in Germany or China ever come stateside? Is that true? I'm learning something right now. I take it back, so he's not worried about tariffs then. Wait, does he get tariffs on the the, um, Cobalt for the batteries? I mean, not right now, but would he? Jason knows these answers because he works for Tesla. Jason works for Tesla, so hold on. There's other people saying that that's incorrect, dude. So he says the cars made in China stay in China. Someone else says, okay, so a Tesla owner here says his came from Germany. See, I'm I'm thinking that that's what the official... Stances, but i don't think it's true i think the official stance is they these cars stay in their respective countries i don't believe it though or is it just the chinese is it just chinese manufacturing so there's a possible it is possible that that giga shanghai only produces cars for china hmm interesting interesting we're learning it's one of my favorite thing about being able to look at the dilly 300 because i can look over here And I got people with experience and they know stuff. Very fascinating. So someone else says that uh, his brother told him that each country makes and keeps their own. But we know that's not true either. There are German manufactured Teslas that make it in the United States every single day. So that's not entirely true. Yes, I know that, Mo, you fucking dweeb. <laughs> Wait, that's a she? I'm talking to Jason. Isn't that a guy? <laughs> All right, bottom line. I guess the point still stands, though. It doesn't really change anything. The, the, the bottom line is that Tesla is, there is going to be a lot of items that they rely on, raw materials that come from overseas, specifically China. Like, I don't think we're in any debate about where um the cobalt is coming from okay like i don't think there's any debate about the cobalt they opened a refinery in texas interesting we're learning was the refinery for the cobalt or something else what, what are we talking about give me more context it's also fascinating either way i guess the topic that we really should be talking about is this though which is the price Dude, if you drop 59% in Twitter ad sales, I don't think that he's offsetting that. I don't think that he is offsetting this um, with Twitter blue subscriptions. So I just think that the guy is a little bit leveraged. Part of the challenge with him, I think, is that he is such a international business person and he's playing with our elections. And I don't trust it because... He's backing the the globalist candidate for the Republican Party, which is DeSantis. So, we'll see. We will see. All right, you guys. I'm done. I uh, had a good time with you guys today. Thank you again, everybody, for all the wonderful birthday wishes and gifts and stuff through the weekend. So, I appreciate you guys. But, um Yeah. Be safe out there. Have a happy Monday. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you at 12 p.m. Eastern time for another episode of The Dilly Show tomorrow. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next reelection. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era, Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.